This is a HeadGum Podcast. We all shop online, and we've all seen that promo code FIELD taunt us at checkout. But thanks to Honey, manually searching for coupon codes is a thing of the past. Honey is a free browser extension that scours the internet for promo codes and applies the best one it finds to your cart. Honey supports over 30,000 stores online. Pretty much every kind of store you can imagine, Tim. The tech stuff, gaming, shoes, sneakers, even food, fashion. Yeah, I know. Uh, I don't know about I you. I know especially about the fashion stuff because I'm very fashionable. Uh, I've noticed that recently. Um, I don't know about you, but I do. I did all my shopping online before all this. I definitely do all my shopping online now. And uh, I used to just, uh, you know, manually search for all these codes because you see it and you're like, oh, there's got to be a code out there. Guess what? Honey, honey will do the searching for you. Imagine you're shopping on one of your favorite sites. When you check out, the Honey button drops down and all you have to do is click Apply Coupons. Wait a few seconds as Honey searches for coupons it can find for that site. If Honey finds a working coupon, you'll watch the prices drop. Uh, yeah, I I used this, oh, what was it, recently. And I got uh, like $15 off, like a $60 purchase. That yeah, I, I did a lot of... Uh, a lot of holiday shopping online, and this was a reliable click for me, where it's yeah. just kind of like, yeah, yeah. Hey, guess Check what? It, yeah, Saving take a, a lot look. Of money. Nothing to lose. Honey has found over 17 million members, over $2 billion in savings. If you don't already have Honey, you could be straight up missing out on free savings. It's literally free and installs in a few seconds. And by getting it, you'll be doing yourself a solid and supporting this podcast. Get Honey for free at joinhoney.com slash guide. That's joinhoney.com slash guide. Hello and welcome to the Complete Guide to Everything, a podcast about everything. I am one of your hosts, Tom. And I'm Tim. Tim, Happy New Year to you. Happy New Year to you as well. How are you doing so far in this new year? Tom, I am in a the, Tim, the audience the, the audience doesn't know that we're actually recording this in the old year. Yeah, but there's no way of them knowing that. No. So just keep it up. Okay. I feel like this year has been very positive. I have a very zen like uh thoughtful attitude that mm. I hope to maintain throughout the the entire the entire year, and I think I can do it. Now in the past uh, during episodes around the new year, you've made bold claims that you uh, uh, have sworn and sometimes even bet upwards of ten thousand dollars to uh, to fulfill. Like uh, what? Uh, running a marathon was one year. Yeah, it was this year. Unfortunately, they canceled the New York City marathon, right. so well, I couldn't do it. Yeah, you. I mean, <laughs> by the time everything started shutting down in March, it didn't look like you were necessarily on your way to being able to run a marathon. Well, in a I few guess months, you'll never know. I guess I will never know. In the past, you've, uh, I think, a few times you've uh, promised that you would become a muscle man during the new year. I don't think I promised that, but I think uh, a couple of years I actually did achieve it. So, you know, <laughs> oh, uh, really under promise over deliver. <laughs> um, so, yeah, uh, well, yeah, it remains to be seen if you uh, keep the Zen like state up. Well, we'll see. Uh, Tom, I've been thinking a lot about my legacy. Uh-huh. 
uh, and uh, less about, oh, what do I want to achieve over the next year? I, I've achieved all that one man can achieve, I think. <laughs> yeah, it's true. That's what a lot of people say about you. Like, yeah, wow, so, what do you get for the man who's achieved everything? Exactly. And it's it's not what they what people can get me anymore. It's what I can give the world. Right. So you want people to reach out to you with uh, requests for help. Financial no, help, no, I, uh, mentoring. Mm, uh, no. if, if you're moving out of town and you, you need an extra set of hands. <sighs> That's not really a thing anymore, the way that... I don't think it was ever a thing. I think that was just a thing on sitcoms. Like, oh, you better not ask me to help you move. No, I've been asked to help people move. I've had to come up with excuses why I can't. Have you ever helped somebody move? Yeah, I've helped people move. I don't... Who? Uh, both of us helped a friend's ex-girlfriend one time because she lived close to us. Remember that when we got roped into that? Oh, yeah. I think yeah. that was the first and last time <laughs> I helped somebody move. Uh, because that was like a very like, like, oh, this is a, a a friend who I don't even really see that much. And this is his ex-girlfriend. I don't even understand how he got roped into this, but somehow I'm roped into this. And mm-hmm. this is turning out to be more work than I was originally promised. I was originally told... She has one or two heavy things that she needs, you know, a couple extra hands with. And then when we got there, uh, everything needed to be taken down. As I recall, you mostly sat in the truck and guarded the truck. After I got tired, yeah. Anyway, what do you think your legacy will be? Uh, I have no idea. See, there's something you're not even thinking of. It's 2021, Tom. You better start preparing no, I I, I often think about like how many generations it will take before uh, I'm just never thought of again. What? Not even one? Do you think? <laughs> no, hopefully one generation before I'm not even thought about. But you ever think about that? Like you know, like your great great grandparents is like I have no idea who my great great grandparents were. Oh yeah, and I, no, absolutely, and I doubt anybody else does either. This is why I want to come up with a signature sandwich to leave behind. Oh, <laughs> okay. To right? Leave behind in what way? If I develop a sandwich that captures the hearts of you know people around the world, uh huh. Name it after me, like the Timbo Special. Uh huh. The, the right? Timbo Special. <laughs> yeah. What? Are there any sandwiches called? The the whatever special. This is gonna be a a, a mind blowing sandwich. Tom. Okay. Have you given I it? Can, yeah, I'm starting. This is this is kind of my New Year's resolution, and again, it's not something I hope to achieve. It's something I hope to give to the world. Uh huh. So I'm gonna start experimenting. I've been experimenting a little bit. Maybe I'll experiment with a different sandwich every week. Oh, so you don't have the sandwich yet? You don't know what the sandwich is going to be. No, but I'm hot on its trail, I think. Okay, and how? How? why do you think you're hot on the sandwiches trail? All right, because this is just my first attempt. Uh-huh. Uh, keep in mind. Yes. Right? Mm-hmm. Made it, I've made it twice already, just to, to gauge, you know, the level of, of ingredients. Okay. And guess what, Tom? The verdict? Mm-hmm. Pretty delicious. And that's not even going to be the final form. What are the ingredients? All right, I'll tell you this, Tom. Mm-hmm. 
if you try to steal this and make it the Tom Reynolds special or something, I'll kill you. I swear to God, I'll kill you. All right. Well, the, the, saying, I'll have you killed. Saying something on this podcast uh, means it's copyrighted. Okay. We have an and arrangement with the Library of Congress. Okay, great. This is this is this is the same thing as mailing it to yourself, right? Exactly. All right, this is just first prototype. Mm-hmm. It's grilled cheese based. Okay. So you're going to use potato bread, mm-hmm. two slices of American cheese, mm-hmm. pickled jalapenos. Mm-hmm. What you're going to want to do, well, you're going to put some, some hot mustard on it, on, mm-hmm. on both sides. On, on, on the insides? Yeah, just on both inside. Okay. Uh, um. And then you're gonna make some caramelized onions, right? Okay. Low and slow, like 20 minutes, Tom. Wow! All right, that's and a make lot. more, make more than you think you'll need because you know they cook down so much. Make yes. a lot more than you think you'll need. Mm-hmm. Put those caramelized caramelized onions on there. Uh, put some uh, some grated cheddar mm-hmm. on top of that. Close it up. Some mayo on either outer edge and grill it up. Okay. That's the first iteration <laughs> of the Timbo special. Um, I urge Tom, you and all of our listeners to give that a shot this week. And uh, I, I, I'd, I, I'd appreciate any honest feedback that you could give. Now, what kind of uh, like a spicy mustard? Can you be more specific about the mustard here? Yeah, this was like a, a, I don't know where I got it or why I had it. In, it was an unopened mustard in my refrigerator. It was like a spicy Polish mustard. Okay. Um, it, you know what, Tim, I went in a skeptic, but that doesn't sound bad because here's, here's what I would say. Uh, if you want a sandwich to be left as your legacy, you got to keep it fairly simple. And that is yeah. fairly simple. Yeah. It's got, it's got to be fairly simple, but if you if think it's, about something you know, peanut like peanut butter and jelly, like who's, well, you know. or, or even something like a BLT or a club sandwich. Uh, you can, you sure you can gussy them up in different ways, but you need to be able to distill it down to just a handful of ingredients that make it that. Exactly. And I feel like people can elevate this, Mm -hmm. you know, it it can be elevated and and keep its same kind of underlying character. Uh Uh-huh. Um, and you could also do it on a budget. Right. You know, It, it works. It runs the gamut. And you could change the cheese if you wanted to. Yeah, you could, I'd prefer you didn't. But me, you know, at this at this point, yeah, I'm going to be experimenting. Well, with what if, what if somebody? I don't lives... think anybody anybody else can uh, or should mess with this. Um, make it, please, make it the way that I, I described it. Well, I was going to say, what if somebody lives in a non-American country? They get American. They love it there, Tom. We export everything, culture and cheese. What if it's a place that we have trade sanctions against, and there's no way to get a. Uh, if I'm in North Korea, there's no way for me to get American cheese. I'll be uh, sent off to a, a work camp if I get caught with American cheese. Tom, the day that North Korea, the day that a Timbo special gets smuggled over the border, <laughs> North Korea, is the day, uh, is Liberation Day, Tom. It'll be like when they brought uh, the freaking White Album uh, to the USSR. People are going to be like, we need to... Uh, I like what they're doing over there in the West. Right. I, I, uh, you know, people are going to start rising up. <laughs> um, I, can I offer a suggestion about the name? Okay. It shouldn't be called the Timbo Special. <laughs> what should it be called? If, if you're adamant about it 
having your name so that your legacy can live on, then just call it the Timbo. Hmm. I mean, there's not already a sandwich called the Timbo. That's true. Simpler, too. Yeah. Hey, give me a Timbo. Right. And a special would be a side of fries or chips. Right. Yeah. Uh, hey, give yeah. me a Timbo special. You know that's yeah. $3 extra, right? Yeah, yeah. I'll pay it. I don't care. And it comes with a pickle spear, too. Right. But don't put that on the sandwich. That's not. It's not part of it. It's not for the sandwich. That's why it's a spear no. and not uh, cut up into yeah. you know, the little, little guys that you can put on there. Yeah. Tom, try it. I expect you to try it by uh, the next time we see each other. I don't think I have pickled jalapenos in the house, but I should. Well, you live right near a... Oh, Tom, let me tell you. You mm-hmm. live near a supermarket. Yeah. Go go, go get a jar of pickled jalapenos. You, you'll, you'd be surprised how often you use these things when, when they're right there for you. Well, I'll tell you, I had some recently because I, I went to a Sheets uh, for the first time. Have you ever been to a Sheets? Tom, mm-hmm. Sheets is a uh, top three restaurant for me. <laughs> now, why is that? Because uh, you can customize a sandwich. Yeah, you can get any it. Any way you want. Any any way you want. And it's all a touch screen, too, so you don't have to talk to a man and tell him what you want. Yeah, it's like a Wawa. For, for anybody listening who doesn't know what a Sheets or a Wawa is, it's a gas station <laughs> uh, that has a convenience store attached to it. It's a gas um, station with a sandwich ATM inside. But you could get a number of different like fried delicacies, right? You could get like yeah. fried pickles and mozzarella sticks and stuff there too, right? Well, I got yeah. They had, in fact, they had a uh, one of their featured items was a, a, a hamburger with mozzarella sticks on top of it. Oh my word! Did you eat that? <laughs> no, no, I wasn't in the mood for that. Um, I got a quesarito, so it was Ooh. a quesadilla. Essentially, it's a burrito, but instead of a uh, the outer shell, you know, the outer part just being a tortilla shell, the outer part is a quesadilla, which is right. two tortillas with a lot of cheese in between. Nice. And I got that uh, buffalo chicken style, of course. Um, but even still, I got jalapenos in it, and I thought it might be too much. This might be too spicy, but uh, it wasn't. It was delightful. Tom? That sounds delicious. And it was like and, uh, five dollars. I know. And and it's probably the best quality food you can get. Well, it was warm when I ate it. It, it tasted fresh. There's a difference between sick. good ingredients and fresh ingredients. These were fresh ingredients, but they weren't good. But right. I can put up with some real bad ingredients as long as they're fresh, you know? You've built up an immunity over decades to bad food well i think to bad ingredients things like uh a burger king whopper if you get a nice fresh whopper it tastes so much better than if it's Mm -hmm. a whopper that's been sitting out agreed and that's what uh, you know and and of course no matter how fresh it is it's a whopper it's only going to be so good but i still feel like there's a pretty wide chasm between when you get a good whopper you're like, God damn, that was great. When you get a bad Whopper, you feel bad that you went to Burger King and that you, that you got it. But if it tastes good enough, then you you can push out all the negative thoughts that, you know, you shouldn't be eating this thing. And that's the way I felt about this quesarito. Well, Tom, I appreciate you uh, coming clean about the quesarito.
Tim, enough talking about hot food. Let's talk about hot drinks, hot beverages. It's hot beverage week here at the Complete Guide to Everything. Hot bevies. And it couldn't have come at a better time. Because it's cold outside. Because it's cold outside. When it's cold outside, you want to be warm inside your body. And what better mm-hmm. way to warm the inside of your body than putting some warm liquid in it? I also think it's smart when it's hot outside to to drink some hot liquid as well. No, that's horse shit. I know people say that, like, oh, when it's when it's hot outside, if you drink something hot, it actually cools your body down. Bullshit. I no. No, I've never seen that actually work for anybody. I've never seen, you know, when it's 105 degrees outside, somebody have a nice hot cup of tea and be like, oh, wow, that's so refreshing. That feels so much better than drinking a nice cold Diet Coke. <laughs> I have no strong feeling either way. I just said that because I've heard you <laughs> flip out when somebody has said that in the past. Well, because it sounds interesting. It sounds like an interesting idea. Uh, you know, it's like a lot of these ideas. Uh, people people really like things that sound counterintuitive. Right. You you wouldn't think this, but guess what? Uh, people love those things, those kinds of life hacks. Mm-hmm. But I've I've heard people say this so many times. I've never heard somebody swear by it. I've never seen somebody uh, put their words into practice. And it it bothers me. So anyway, hot drinks are for when it's cold outside. All right. Well, you drink coffee in the summer, right? Uh, Yeah, but mostly iced coffee, if if I can get it. But but many people don't drink. They they still drink hot coffee in the summer, and it doesn't kill them, Tom. No, but they don't drink it. Are you reporting that it will kill somebody to to drink hot coffee in the summertime? But those same people don't drink hot coffee saying, oh, I would drink cold coffee, but that's just going to make me hotter. This hot coffee will cool me down. Yeah. Well, I mean, maybe it's drink for nourishment and uh, enjoyment, Tom, and not necessarily to regulate their body temperature. Well, I was going to say, it strikes me as one of those things of like, I don't know. Maybe if you're you're about to suffer heat stroke, you're so hot. Maybe this kind of thing works. Um, in the same way that they tell you, uh, don't drink alcohol when it's cold outside to warm up. That it it actually makes your body colder. No, it doesn't. Maybe it does in a survival situation. But in a you know we're going out caroling situation yeah have have how many times have you been out caroling in your life i've been out caroling more times than i care to admit how many times have you ever been out caroling i asked this for a reason um i want to say i have been once but i can't remember it so i don't think i ever have been. yeah i doubt you have because i don't i would also doubt that you know more than a few words to any christmas carol yeah, but if you're doing it with a whole bunch of people, then you don't have to know all the words. You can just yeah. be like, good king went to sloss, went to town on the feast of even, and his name was Stephen. Yeah. I went caroling one time, uh, a bunch of overachieving band nerds um, in Ugh. high school. Like got all their instruments and they were like, "Let's go caroling." But I played the drums, so I didn't uh-huh. like have anything to do there cuz like I was supposed to bring a snare drum and like yeah, uh, a little drummer boy. Yeah, but they didn't know that one. Oh, 
just like jingle bells and stuff. I guess I could have brought bells, but I just went and kind of stood around. Uh huh. Well, that doesn't sound like caroling at all. That sounds like you just following some carolers and standing around. I stood with them. I walked Man, with them. I didn't stand. I didn't follow. I would them. be so upset as like a, a middle-aged homeowner if uh, a bunch of teenagers showed up uh, singing at me. They were playing instruments. Oh, yeah. I'd still be upset. I still. Why would you be upset? That. That'd be nice. I don't know, because then it's like, what? I gotta give you money or something? No. And what if I don't? You're gonna steal my video games. You're a middle-aged homeowner. Middle-aged people don't play video games. It's for kids. Tim, I'm almost middle-aged, and I play video games. Yeah, I know, Tom. <laughs> um, anyway, Sorry. we're talking we're talking about hot beverages, Tim. Yeah, cool you down. I mean, uh, we'll cool you down <laughs> in the summer, but mostly heat you up in the winter. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> do you have some place you'd like to start with this? Tom? Mm-hmm. Uh... I don't know. Should we just go through some stuff? I, I feel like you have a grand unified theory on hot drinks or something. You, I mentioned one thing and you ranted for three and a half minutes. <laughs> I have I have some uh, opinions about hot drinks. I don't think I've met many hot drinks that I don't like. I'll say that much. Yeah, it, it, you heat them up so much you don't even taste it. Yeah. No, that's no. You got to cool things down so you don't taste it. I don't know. I think most things just taste good warm. You know why I think you like most hot drinks? Because mm-hmm. they tend to be either sweet or <laughs> uh, involve alcohol. Yeah. And you, that's you hit the nail on the head. <laughs> exactly. Nobody's drinking like, ooh, hot water. And like, I bet you don't like like hot, unsweetened tea. Um, no. Well, yeah, I do, actually. Well, let's let's get the... Well, if there's get, bourbon in it, yes. No, let's get the basics out of the way here. The, the hot beverages everybody knows, tea and coffee. Right, yep. The way everybody does. This is, hey, that's child's play. If, you, if I ask you, hey, what's a hot beverage, and all you tell me are tea and coffee, mm-hmm. get to the freaking playground. Go to the tot lot. Right. We don't need you here. Now. But you know we we've got a oh we gotta cover the bases or else we'll get yeah, letters. What, yeah, what is this kindergarten? Oh yeah, coffee. Oh, tell me more about that. I've never heard of it, right? <laughs> um, but coffee and tea, I both I drink both of them uh, plain as is. I don't I don't put anything in in either of them. No milk, no sweetener. No, I find the idea of putting milk in tea disgusting. Why do you say that? I don't know. I I mean, I don't do it with coffee either, but like I understand it in coffee more than I do with tea. Tea, I think of more as water than I do uh, coffee, I think. What kind of tea are you usually drinking? Uh, I had tea yesterday, Tim. I had some throat control tea. But what, what does that mean? Uh, it's like uh, for like your throat. Yeah, okay, so again, this is, <laughs> you're drinking beverages for uh-huh. a purpose to, to, right, for the to complete a me. task, yeah, to mm-hmm. either, you know, well, it's, be it regulating the temperature of your body mm-hmm. or um, helping or coating your throat uh, yeah. to soothe your aching throat. Well, in this case- Too much that... screaming at your girlfriend? 
<laughs> well, there is the holidays. <laughs> um, I had the throat control tea for, uh, you know, to like ease, ease your throat. But I didn't have that problem yesterday. I just drank it because it was one of the tea options in my home. And I remembered liking the taste of it. Do you know what's in it? Tea. <laughs> what other? I, I don't know. I guess like it's like a black tea, I, I suppose. Okay. Because I think yeah. a black tea is like an herbal tea. I could see being squishy about uh, uh, milk in it. And even a green mm-hmm. tea, I feel the same way. But yeah. uh, But a black tea, I feel like, eh, you know, it is pretty much just Coffee. hot water. Um. You just put some milk in there, and and if you put sugar in it, it's just kind of like a, well, it's like a hot chocolate without the chocolate. Yeah, I mean, I don't, I don't like, yeah, I don't like sugar in coffee or tea. Mm. I I mind it less in tea, I suppose, uh, and I do like it in cold tea, iced tea. Uh, but hot that's tea. That's not what we're talking about here, Tom. No, hot, hot tea. Just give it, give it to me straight. Give it to me the way God intended it. Tom, have you ever? And be honest here. Mm-hmm. Have you ever drank bulletproof coffee? Yes. Now that is what when you put butter in coffee. <clears throat> yeah, it's when you put uh, like grass-fed unsalted butter in the coffee. But milk is disgusting. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'll tell you the the coffee with and why are you doing this to optimize your your to body's... optimize my brain, Tim, yeah. to get to make me as smart as possible. So you really think your your whole thing with uh, with hot beverages is like hacking your body? They're, they're utilitarian. To... They've got to All serve right. a purpose. <laughs> um, yeah. Uh, I'll I'll say this. I'd rather drink coffee with butter than I would uh, milk. Wow, it tasted You're going to more. Hell, Tom. <laughs> it tasted more luxurious, and that might just be because you really have to, you know, like beat the stir the hell out of it to get the butter to dissolve all the mm-hmm. way, uh, or just shake it. I think I I put it in like a travel mug and shook it. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I did like the taste of that, but. I considered that kind of a different thing than coffee. It was more like a latte. Right. How much how much how much uh butter did you put in? I forget, but it's a lot. I do remember it being quite a it more than you would feel comfortable like eating half in, a stick in of one butter? sitting. No, n- maybe not that much, but I want to say like two tablespoons of butter maybe. Okay. Yes. Yeah, that's, that's that's a lot. Yeah. Um, but I did not notice any difference in my cognitive functioning. Uh, oh, by... we all did. We were just like, Tom <laughs> seems sharper than usual. Uh, Real boy yeah. genius. Well, so let's... Do you have anything else to say about coffee or tea? No, unless... We're, are, are we are we keeping this right now to non-alcoholic Hot yes. beverages? Okay. Well, I'm kind of going down the list here. Well, maybe not necessarily the list, but I want to move on to another, uh, what I think of as a basic hot beverage. Okay. And that's hot chocolate or hot cocoa. Mm-hmm. 
Uh, this is probably probably the first hot beverage uh, many people drink. Yeah, because you can't give a, a little kid coffee. No, I mean, I guess you can give him tea. Yeah. Uh, when Man. I was one time, I was sick, and I went to my my grandmother's house. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, she was like babysitting me. Right. Um, when I was like, I think like four. And she oh, gave me tea because I had an upset stomach, and I was, I was so <laughs> oh, confused. Because I, up until this point, I had only had hot chocolate. It's like how right. hot beverage this is going to be great, and it's just more confusing than anything else. Yeah, I mean, I'm sure in you know in in the UK or whatever, people drink tea from a young age and they're fine mm-hmm. with it. But uh, no, I I can't remember exactly oh, the first time get I so many letters this week, <laughs> aren't we? Yep. Uh, I can't remember the first time I had hot tea, but I can tell you I didn't like it. Yeah, I didn't dislike it. I was just kind of like, Nana, why are you giving this to me? Yeah. <laughs> What's the point of this? My uh, my brother and sister-in-law have a real problem uh, with their daughter, my niece, because she not only l- she's two years old, not only loves coffee, loves black coffee. And how if- do they, how do they know that? <laughs> Because, you know, as like a baby, she would just like reach for everything. And finally, it was like, a, you know, when, when you sit a kid down and make them uh, smoke a whole pack of cigarettes. They made them drink a 36-ounce <laughs> Dunkin' Donuts turbo. No, it, it was mostly just like, all right, like, you want this. You don't know what this is. You're not going to like it. Here, try it. And she just like chugged it and loved oh, it, and, <laughs> and then to, like, wrestle it away from her. <laughs> yeah, but she had powers from all the caffeine. Yeah, <laughs> yeah she she uh, got like really upset when they took it away from her, and then ever since then she knows what it looks like, you know, from like Dunkin' Donuts or Starbucks and the smell. And like if you turn your back on her, she'll steal your coffee, no matter. Uh, it, and especially, I, I think she had had like a regular coffee at first. Even that, they thought like, all right, we'll give her this. She's not going to like it. Yeah. But then she did, and they were like, well, this this particular coffee had a lot of milk and sugar in it. That's what she liked. Nope. <laughs> she liked the coffee flavor. Um. So, yeah, you have to be, uh, be careful around her because she'll steal your coffee and drink uh, as much of it as she possibly can before you literally pry it away from her. Seems healthy. Yeah. Put hair on her chest. Now, don't give out your brother's name on this show, otherwise Child Protective Services will come and take that baby away. Uh, but anyway, uh, hot chocolate you can give to kids. It's what kids love. Yeah. I mean, people give, like, soda to kids. Yeah. Um, I've had, I, a few weeks ago, bought a box of Swiss Miss hot chocolate. And, With the marshmallows uh, in it? Not only with the marshmallows in it, not only with extra marshmallows, I got the one labeled Marshmallow Lovers. Uh, and You're let me a true tell you, connoisseur, a lover of the mallow. Yeah. It, it it had a lot. I don't understand if you like marshmallows. All these products were the same price. Why wouldn't you just get the one with the most marshmallows? Yeah, it has uh, more I mean, food in it. Yeah. But some people, some people don't like to like to floor it, put the pedal to the metal at, well, at every opportunity. Give the some people like a nice marsh- drive through the the country at a, at a at a moderate pace. Use as many marshmallows as you would like, and then give the rest of the marshmallows to somebody less fortunate, like you. 
Yeah. I'd, I'd use those marshmallows, although you, you had to be careful. Don't put the marshmallows in right away because then they'll all just melt and then you don't have any marshmallows. That's true. Tom, uh, mm-hmm. so these are the packets that you heat yes. up somewhat. Yeah. What do you do? You boil water? Uh, yeah, I, but in the past, I've also just microwaved water. Yeah, that's that's what I did as a kid. For some reason, we had a lot of Swiss. Men. I was a chubby kid, and I'm starting to realize why. When I start to think about like, well, Tim, the food. drinks can't make you fat. They're drinks. <laughs> That's true. Um, but uh, I would always microwave water. But a lot of people, you know, mm-hmm. I would say it's more common for people to make hot cocoa with with milk. Yeah. And then pour that packet in there. You ever do that? Um. Yeah, I've done that. I. I. It's fine. I mean. Look, I'm I'm after ease. And yeah, but the Swissness is fine. Are you just not a milk boy? No, I'm not a milk boy, Tim. I, I'm not afraid to say it. Yeah, I mean I everybody, will, everybody down at the, the 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 yard calls you a, a milk boy behind your back. Well, I don't. Well, that I don't. I don't care for. You know, it's fine if everybody knows, but I want I don't want people talking behind my back about it. Um, it, it it, but it, it would probably look no. But do you dislike milk? Like, will you? Are you just grossed out by milk in general? Um, kinda, I guess. Cereal? You'll put it on cereal, no problem. Yeah. Well, yeah, but I use oat milk for cereal. Yeah, oat milk, uh, nut milk, something like that, right? Uh huh. Maybe not uh, animal milk, because that right. is that's a little that's a little squishy, right? Yeah, I just don't like cow milk. One time I was as a part of a thing, like a team building thing. Mm-hmm. They were like, uh, everybody on the team has to milk a cow. And, <laughs> Wait, what? <laughs> yeah. And uh, they had and a cow there. And this is just in a regular office? It was, it was, a, it was a thing. And I was just, and my team lost because I was like, I'm not, I'm not going to milk a cow. <laughs> it's gross. I'm not going to, I'm not going to touch a cow's udders. Yeah. I've, I've, I've milked a cow before. Yeah. It just doesn't appeal to me. Yeah. I mean, it doesn't appeal I'm no to me. I'm milk boy, is what I said. And then but I don't, earned my name at the office, uh, Princess Tim. <laughs> but don't get me wrong. I like cheese, and I fully understand cheese comes from the same place. But it's gone through a process. Yeah, a gross process. I know, but it's still, I, I just don't like milk. All right? Lock me up. This episode of The Complete Guide to Everything is sponsored by the School of Hustle podcast. Get inspired by the stories of real entrepreneurs who are building the businesses of their dreams in the School of Hustle podcast by GoDaddy. Host Sarah Funk, an entrepreneur herself, talks to real business owners about their hustle, their successes, and their failures. Listen and learn about the stories of entrepreneurs and get insightful tips you can use for your own business. Check it out on Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts. Tom, let me tell you about an episode starring Brett Conti. Okay. He's a YouTuber, an entrepreneur, and he opens up about his journey of successfully launching Fortune NY, a clothing and skate brand. I think the NY stands for New York, Tom. A safe assumption. An injury put Brett Conti's competitive skateboarding pursuit out of commission, so he pulled out his sewing machine and rekindled his hobby of making custom apparel. 
Ah. This led to Fortune and Why, a clothing and skate brand with a mission to help the less fortunate. Tom, that's just one episode. Yeah. There's more of them. Look, School of Hustle, podcast from GoDaddy, listen and subscribe on Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts. This episode of The Complete Guide to Everything is brought to you by BetterHelp. Tom, mm-hmm. what interferes with your happiness? All kinds of stuff. Is something preventing you from achieving your goals? Mm-hmm. BetterHelp will assess your needs and match you with your own licensed professional therapist to help answer these questions, Tom. You know about BetterHelp, right? We've yes. talked about them in the past. Mm-hmm. Look, uh they'll connect you with a licensed professional therapist. You can connect in a safe and private online environment. It's so convenient. You can start communicating with them in under 24 hours. Like that, Tom. I'm snapping my fingers. It's not self-help. It's professional counseling. Look, you can send a message to your counselor anytime, and you'll get timely and thoughtful responses. Plus, you can schedule weekly video or phone sessions. Seems pretty convenient, Tom. Yeah, and you don't don't have to go into an office to do it. Yeah, all without ever having to sit in an uncomfortable waiting room, especially now. Tom, did you hear about what's going on out there? I I have. uh, I don't want to be sitting in a waiting room. BetterHelp is committed, committed to facilitating great therapeutic matches, so they make it easy and free to change counselors if needed. So look, you know, like this is first counselor? You're not vibing with them? Yeah. Try somebody else. No problem. Exactly. It's more affordable than traditional offline counseling, and financial aid is available, and their service is available for clients worldwide. There's a broad range of expertise available, which might not be locally available in many areas. You can get it through BetterHelp. Mm -hmm. There's someone not down the street doing it. Yeah. There might not be somebody in 100 miles of you doing this. Right. Guess what? Take it online, buddy. Uh, look, license, uh, BetterHelp offers licensed professional counselors who are specialized in depression, stress, anxiety, relationships, sleeping, trauma, anger, family conflicts, LGBT matters, grief, self-esteem. It's, uh, it's a lot of stuff, Tom. Yeah. And anything you share is confidential. It's convenient. It's professional. It's affordable. And uh, you can go to their website and check out the testimonials there. Mm-hmm. People are using this thing, Tom. Yes. I do want to point out, mm-hmm. this is not a crisis line. No. No. So many people have been using BetterHelp that they're recruiting additional counselors in all 50 states. Tom, guess what? This thing, it's so popular. Like, get us more counselors. Yeah. Too many people are using this thing. Right. Look, we want you to start living a happier life today. As a listener to The Complete Guide to Everything, you'll get 10% off your first month by visiting our sponsor at betterhelp.com slash guide. Join over 1 million people who have taken charge of their mental health. Again, that's betterhelp, H-E-L-P, dot com slash guide. Tom, but I'm not, ta- I'm not done talking about hot chocolate, hot cocoa. Okay. I will say that just like I'll drink any coffee, but I I can appreciate a good coffee. I'll drink any beer, but I can appreciate a good beer. I'll drink any hot chocolate, but I when I have a good hot chocolate, I know it. It's not wasted on me. Okay. Is Swiss Miss good? No. 
Yeah, but it's fine. I it's, would it's, even it's... say it's probably the worst you can get. <laughs> even uh, marshmallow lovers? Yeah, well, the marshmallow, no, I mean, the ones with no marshmallows, that would be the worst you could get. And I guess maybe there's like a store brand that might be worse, but probably not that much worse. Yeah, I would get the store brand, or we would have the store brand in in my house. Yeah. Be like, Mom, Dad, what the hell? You're embarrassing me. (laughs) I'm not a company. Well, one time when I was a kid, I asked for a starter jacket, and I got a non-starter jacket, but that... You know, it was like a San Jose Sharks jacket, but it wasn't a starter jacket. And trust me, I know where you're coming from. Yeah, no, same thing happened to me. Uh, all my friends were getting like uh, the official NBA licensed jerseys. Yeah. And my parents just went down to Sport Shack and had them make <laughs> one for me the way that they would do for like the CYO Basketball League. Right. <laughs> and I understand why they did it. I didn't even really like basketball that much. <laughs> right. But, uh, the, the, same the amount thing, I of could... grief that caused me, like they should have just been like, we're not getting you any jersey and it would have done less damage. And it was entirely my fault, but um, just don't <laughs> do that. Don't get your kids the knockoff thing if they if they want the real thing. Yeah, just don't just get don't them anything. Get them anything. Yeah, because yeah. they're not going to like the knockoff thing. I mean, same yeah. thing. I understand why my parents didn't want to drop uh, in 1990s dollars, $100 on a San, uh, San Diego hockey team uh, uh, apparel when I'd never watched a hockey game in my life. But yeah, but Teal was in in the 90s. Tom. People love Teal, yeah. Uh, love soon Teal. to be followed by the, uh, the Charlotte Hornets. Tom, do you know about the... Have you had a hot chocolate San Jose, bomb? not San Diego. Yeah, I wasn't going to correct you, but... Um... I'm just trying to minimize the letters we get. Yeah, well, I'm telling you, people are, people in the UK are going to be furious that we gave tea only like two minutes in a, in a hot <laughs> beverage thing, and both of us were just like, I don't know what it is. I don't really like it. <laughs> it's just leaves. You just take any leaves you can find, put them in hot water, yeah, and that's tea. Like something only a deviant would do. Um, hot chocolate bomb, Tom. Do you know about these? Uh, I've heard about them, but I'm not very... Please enlighten me. Tom, it's an orb. I got, I got, I got, uh, my wife and I each got one for Christmas. Okay. I mean, it wasn't the, it, I think they cost like $4. It's not like, uh, it, it wasn't $4 big for one drink is uh, a lot of money though. Yeah. It's about the size of a tennis ball. It's an orb. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, it's a thin shell of chocolate. Mm-hmm. Um, and inside, uh, are like a hot cocoa mix. Uh-huh. Um, and then any number of other goodies, Tom. It could be marshmallows. It can be uh, candy cane chunks. Wow. Uh, I said marshmallow to hopefully uh, get you to freak out. <laughs> I It didn't sound natural coming from you. I knew something was up, so I didn't take the bait. <laughs> I thought you were going to rant for another two and a half minutes. You did it the way you did about <laughs> people drinking hot beverages in the summer. Um you can put any any kind of sweet goodies in there, and then you you put the the ball, mm-hmm. the bomb, in a, in a mug, and you pour hot milk over it, mm-hmm. and uh, the the shell melts away and dissolves. And then you stir it up and all that, and and the 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 outer the the shell has like you know all sorts of like frosting stuff on it, so it like okay. looks, uh, and. Uh, 
it's just a fun way to to experience hot cocoa in twenty in the year twenty twenty. Yeah, like a it's like a bath bomb. Yeah, exactly. There's um, some. We other... did it. It was fine. It was nice. Like I, 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 I this you made is, this you is made how an good evening of it. How how long were you entertained by this for? No, it, it was one of those things. Like I was like, well, I'm gonna take a video of this on my phone just in case this is primo Instagram content. Right, and I decided no, it was not. It was not visually stunning enough to to earn a spot on my Instagram stories. Wow, I mean that's a pretty low bar. What do you mean? Just to not earn a spot on your Instagram stories. I think I get some good feedback from my Instagram stories. I, I call them Insta stories. I refer to your Instagram stories as Borovision. Let's see what's on Borovision tonight. Uh, why would and, you even... Because it's boring? Yeah. Yeah, it's very boring. Dull. Let's see what's on the dull tube, I'll <laughs> say, and then I'll tap your little circle on Instagram. It's, um, hurt, it's hurtful, Tom. I don't like I don't it. Think, I don't think I've ever used a bomb, a bath bomb, a cocoa bomb, any of those things. Yeah. Well, those are the I two. I will say... I will say I do remember, I distinctly remember uh, uh, having the best hot chocolate of my life this time last year, uh, go, going to uh, uh, YouTube in New York to see our friends, uh, the Gregory Brothers play. Tom, uh, YouTube is a website. Your story doesn't <laughs> add up. Uh, go, they, they played a, a holiday concert and YouTube uh, catered it. So they had like all kinds of just like fancy stuff and they had hot chocolate that just tasted like melted, delicious luxury chocolate. Maybe you should get a job at Google, Tom. Uh, I don't think the employees were allowed to have it. (laughs) Really? Uh, I don't know. There, There weren't very many Google employees around, at least that I, I mean, there were a few, but they didn't introduce themselves to me. You went to a concert at YouTube. That doesn't really add up, Tom. Why wasn't I there? <laughs> I don't know why you weren't there. Uh, probably, probably something you had done in the past. It got you uh, left off the the guest list, the invite I mean, you list. You can't really. It, it takes a lot to get banned from YouTube. <laughs> that is true. Yeah, I mean Alex Jones was there. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh man. All right. Yeah. What else you got on your list? Um, well, well I like... guess I guess your hot tip for for hot cocoa is if you can stop by YouTube headquarters in New York City. Right, it's the best cocoa. Uh, yeah, in, in, uh, presumably in New York. any of the YouTube satellite offices around the world, they have uh, this delicious hot chocolate uh, available throughout the year. And if they won't let you in, chain yourself to the front door. Yeah, well, I'll tell you the the security getting in there is like more invasive than any uh flight i've ever been on that hmm. they, they were making they think sure you were gonna assassinate the gregory brothers <laughs> i don't know i think they just wanted to make sure i wasn't alex jones I, i'm not sure uh but it was a incredibly tight security it was kind of crazy actually hmm. um but let's get into some of the adult drinks Sexy that you can have, and now look, some of these aren't necessarily uh, alcoholic beverages, but I find that they're best enjoyed with alcohol. Okay, well, that's because you have a drinking problem. 
Well, it's not a problem when I like it, Tim. How is, how is that a problem? <laughs> Fair point. Um, the first one, actually, you could have it without. Uh, and actually, I think I've only had it without, and that's apple cider. Yeah. However, recently, uh, went to Rockefeller Center uh, with some Home people. Home of the world-famous Rockettes. Yeah, they weren't there, or at least that's what they told me. And um, I I bought a apple cider, but then I also had a little flask of whiskey with me. Mm. Poured, poured some of that whiskey into the apple cider. It was delicious. It tasted better than the apple cider would have alone. Hmm. I, I like apple cider, Tom. I'm, a, yeah. I'm an apple cider man. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a little too sweet. I can't have more than one cup of it before I start going like, eh, this is this is too much. Yeah, I didn't even actually put that much whiskey in. I take that back. I may have put a lot of whiskey in. It was so sweet, I couldn't tell. <laughs> like, right. I, I just kind of put... I put some in and I was like, that should be enough. And then I tasted it. I couldn't taste the whiskey because it was so sweet. I was like, I guess I'll put more in. Um, So I guess it was probably a decent amount, but it was so sugary. You were looking at the tree and then all of a sudden you're like, what are all these pink elephants doing? uh, I I started to actually hallucinate. Um, I think though, uh, not, I think by the end of the night, uh, I already had a hangover, uh, I think, because of all the sugar. Yeah, sugar and alcohol. And that's, I think, what you have to you have to keep in mind with these hot drinks, Tom. Uh, oftentimes, the hot drinks are, are pretty sweet. Um, mm. And if you're adding alcohol, sugar and alcohol, whew, it's a hangover central, my friend. Do you remember that time we were, we were at a party and a rocket wanted to talk to me and I avoided her? Tom, no, of course I don't remember that. <laughs> this isn't one of the things that haunts you at night when you uh, when you can't sleep. A rocket wanted to talk to you. Yeah. What? But where was this party? This was a party when I was making music videos with uh, with our friends Nick and Ben right mm-hmm. after college, or maybe even still in college. And we had like a, a a party at I don't know some bar, and we showed like the music videos. You were there. Your parents were there. It was like one of those what? like, yeah, it was one of those like everybody we knew was invited. And the Rockettes performed? No, not the Rockettes performed, but there was a woman there who apparently was a Rockette. And who Why were like, my parents there? Were your parents there? <laughs> I No, my parents weren't there, but your parents were there. The and, hell? And, uh, um, uh. A uh, friend of the show, Nick, was like, hey, like my friend's friend or whatever uh, really wants to talk with you. And I was just like too awkward to do it. And then he was like, you should really go talk to her. She's a rockette. And that just made me even more like Tom, that's nervous. that's only a New York story. I know. You're not going to be in freaking Minneapolis and somebody's like, oh, a rockette wants to talk to you. It's exactly. Like, yeah, she on vacation? <laughs> what is she, visiting her parents? Um but I was just like way too awkward and nervous to do it. And then uh, on the way out, this rocket uh, gave me an earful. She yelled at you. They're, I mean, yeah. they say that about uh, the Rockettes. They're very uh, uh, aggressive. 
<laughs> she was pretty aggressive. Uh, she gave me an earful. Basically, like, it wasn't that a friend was like, oh, she wants to talk to you. It was she told that person, hey, tell that guy, Tom, I want to talk to him. And like, you know, send him over here. And then I just didn't go. Were you afraid she's going to beat you up? No, I was afraid, like, what am I going to talk to a rockhead about? I'm just going to be like, well, blah, 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 blah. I was too too nervous, too awkward. You could point out her long legs. <laughs> Tim, that's probably what everybody does. Uh, so instead, I didn't do anything. And then as she was leaving, she, like, uh, came up to me and was like, hey, like, uh, yeah, I told your friend I wanted to talk to you and you just blew me off. Like, that's a real asshole thing to do. Uh, and I was like, uh, no, I'm not an asshole. I, uh, I don't, I don't know. I'm, I'm just, I'm just here. I'm just here. I'm just having a good time. <laughs> I just Let didn't know what to say. Did, did my parents step in? No, I think your parents had already, uh, gone to the after party by that point. Huh. Where, I don't remember. Are you, are you sure that I was there? I'm positive. I'll, I'll show you a picture, Tim, and I'll point out the rock cat and I'll point out your parents to you. Where was this party? I don't know, like somewhere on the like uh, Lower East Side. Hmm. Some dive bar, man. Yeah, I just don't understand why my parents were there. This is a, this is a very confusing. Because you were in some of the music videos. Yeah, but you made them, and yeah, look, I don't know why Rockette was there, Tim. It was the talk of the town. This party, yeah, a lot apparently. of people came out. Yeah, it's covered in the New Yorker. Uh I'd have to go through the back issues to see. Hmm. All right. Yeah, so. Interesting. Wild stuff, Tom. Yeah. I I think it might have even been around Christmas time. I might have been able to get a, a free ticket to uh to the Nutcracker. Tom, what do you think about a hot toddy? I like a hot toddy. I, it's a weird drink to me just because it's a drink that only exists, I feel like, if it has whiskey in it, where a lot of other alcoholic beverages aside from one other that i can think of you can have virgin or alcoholic yeah no a hot toddy i think is defined by the fact that because it's pretty much just tea um with alcohol in it you know it's defined by the alcohol in it right is it tea um it doesn't have to be tea it could just be hot water yeah, that's that's what the recipe that I found. It was just honey, water, whiskey, clove, cinnamon, lemon, nutmeg. Yeah, so it's uh, a hot. A lot of a lot of these drinks, it's just anything plus cloves and or cinnamon and or lemon and or nutmeg, and that's what makes it uh, like a winter thing. Yeah, there's a lot of those are kind of the wintry spices, and there there's just a lot of leeway what you can do there. Yeah. Um, uh, Do you know about I, the blue blazer, though? No, I don't know about the blue blazer. Tom, mm-hmm. uh, it first appeared in the first bartender's manual, um, published in 1862. Wow. And it's the first flaming cocktail. Ooh. Um, and it, it, it describes how to turn a hot toddy made with scotch into a blazing stream of liquid fire. So basically, you put the whiskey and the boiling water into one mug, uh-huh. and then you light it on fire. Okay. And then while blazing, mix both ingredients by pouring them four or five times from one mug to the other. 
Still um, on if fire. well done, this will have the appearance of a continued stream of liquid fire. Wow. Sweetened with one teaspoonful of pulverized white sugar. It'd be nice. Sounds, It'd be nice sounds to... very to, dangerous. Yeah. Uh, 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 Especially uh, at, a, at a time in history when, like... Uh, if a fire started, half the city would catch on fire. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> it sets it sets uh, it sets society back decades if somebody lights <laughs> yeah. a, a bar on fire. The the novice in mixing this beverage should be careful not to scald himself to become proficient yeah, no shit. in the throwing the should too. <laughs> to, to become proficient in throwing the liquid from one mug to the other, it will be necessary to practice for some time with cold water. So that's what mm. I'm going to start doing, Tom. Just start. Throwing cold yes. water from mug to mug, and when my wife asks, and I'll be like, you know what? Guess what? Pretty soon you're going to see the blue blazer. Yeah, and we're going to get kicked out of our co-op. <laughs> you got to put the you got to put the hours in now, though, before the uh, before you're called upon to to yeah. make one for real. New Year's um, Eve, twenty twenty nine. You know, ringing in the the new decade. That's when I will uh, finally have mastered the blue blazer. That's when I will first ignite. The whiskey. Yeah. You're you're counting on still being around by then? Ten uh, years from now? You're you're not thinking by then uh people will only know you as a sandwich? Mm, I mean, if I have to go, I think uh, as long <laughs> as the Timbo lives on, I'll be disappointed, but uh it, it'll be a nice thing. Can you be disappointed in hell that you're not uh that you're not oh, around I think, for I think most people are disappointed in hell. Yeah, I guess that's I guess that's true. <laughs> um uh disappointment uh, is the least of it in hell tom i mean i guess it makes if you're sense feeling but disapp- if you wake up in hell and you're like i feel disappointed <laughs> like that's, that's a pretty a good, good day, day in, hell. in hell yeah <laughs> um the i never really thought about it but i guess any drink that you set ablaze is then going to be at least a warm drink yeah I, i've I mean, never had like a flaming water. something yeah, me neither. Well, yeah, boiling water too. Also, you probably wouldn't like it because it burns the alcohol off. Oh yeah, that's uh, wasteful. Waste not, mm-hmm. want not. That's what right. I say. Mm-hmm. Uh, what about mold wine? What are your thoughts on mold wine? <sighs> and now I'm not saying old wine, if that's what you're thinking, or no, you're mold saying, wine. You're saying mold wine, like wine no, with mold, mold in it. Mold. Like Martin Mold. Old, old wine that has been sitting around for a while. Martin Mold wine. Did I tell you about the time I thought I was sitting next to Martin Mull on an airplane? Tim, you've told me so many times. And it's not an interesting story that it was somebody you thought was Martin Mull. It might have been him. It, you would have known if it was him. You would have been sure. Yeah. No. Okay, a lot uh, of guys out there look like Martin Mull. That that's very true, and guess what? Um, I I looked it up since, uh, and we hit a. a it was the worst flight I've ever been on. We hit mm-hmm. so much turbulence, <laughs> and and the only thing getting you through is you thought you were holding Martin Mull's hand the whole time. <laughs> no, the only thing getting me through was uh, Martin Mull. You know, it was one of those where like the takeoff was rough. Yeah, and uh, and it and only got worse got a, from there. Yeah, and then it got worse. And during the takeoff, I was looking over at Martin Mull, and he was stoic. And I was like, right. "Oh, Martin Mull is probably on a freaking airplane all the time. He's a jet setter for Christ's yeah. sakes." 
Um, so like all I need to look, I need to do is look to my rock, Martin Mull, if things get, mm-hmm. get hairy up here. So I look whatever. And then there was smooth sailing for a while. And then we hit like terrible turbulence. Yeah. And I, I was doing that thing where like, I couldn't just stare at Martin Mull. He was sitting right mm-hmm. next to me. So I had to just yeah. like choose my moments to glance over. Uh-huh. So uh, I was like looking at the floor, looking at the floor. I was like, okay, I can glance up and get some reassurance that Martin Mull is going to be, uh, you know, stoic and, and brave, and I can yeah. I can take some of that. And I glance up, and he's got rosary beads out, and he's praying <laughs> the rosary. Wow. And then I looked up, is Martin Mull religious? And I, did, I couldn't find any... <laughs> Any, uh, this is after after the the plane landed. Right, I wanted to see right. not, not while the turbulence is going on. You didn't pay for a go go in flight pass to <laughs> to look it up. Right, and uh, I couldn't find any uh, any evidence that Martin Mull is religious, which is why I think you know probably wasn't him. Maybe if, he's not maybe religious, he's guy, but he was so scared. But if he had rosary beads on him, maybe he think there'd be took some... him from a nun on the plane. Yeah. A scoundrel. What were we talking about? He said, about? Excu- "Excuse wine? me, excuse me, sister. Can I borrow your rosary beads? I am not normally religious, but I am Martin Mull." You were talking about uh, mulled wine. Mulled wine, which is basically just warmed up wine with clove, cinnamon, lemon, nutmeg, that kind of stuff. Maybe not lemon, but all those other spices. Uh, mulled wine, pretty good drink. I like that drink too. You can only yeah. have so much of it, though. Again, it's something that in it. I think these drinks only work in December, in mm-hmm. part of January, in New York City when you first get to a bar and be like, "Oh, you have this? Okay, this will be my first drink." Right. I and just then, come in off the street and yeah. I'm freezing. Yeah. I'll have one of these to warm up. I've made the mistake, or of then- in the August heat when you're so hot and you need a hot <laughs> drink to cool you down. I've made the mistake of uh, of ordering one of the like ordering a second of one of these drinks, and it's uh, never been something that I've been uh, happy with. Yeah, no. The just, second just, one's just... never as good as the first one when you're cold and and it's your first drink of the night. In a 2010 interview, Martin Mull identified himself as an agnostic, saying, "I certainly." <laughs> Don't begrudge someone else their choice to follow whatever they do. It's just for me, it doesn't make a lot of sense. I think more harm has come to this planet through organized religion probably than any single situation that we've invented. Wow, this is a deep interview that somebody yeah, is doing with, with uh, Mark uh Paul Provenza was, was mm. conducting the interview. The famous chef from television. <laughs> yep. Um, what about... I have I have on my list eggnog, Tim. Yeah. I know that that's a that that can be a, a warm drink. I've never liked it warm though. I like it cold. I like it chilled. Not cold, but chilled. I haven't had eggnog since I was like 6 years old and I was like it's Christmas. I got to drink eggnog and I don't think I liked it then. I think I probably uh, barfed it up. I remember as a kid liking it, but same thing. I haven't had it in a long time. I would like to ha- try it again with some alcohol in it, though. Yeah. Along those lines, now this is kind of going back to one we already discussed, but uh, Irish coffee, right? Um, which I'm not really a fan of. I like whiskey and I like coffee. I don't think they taste good together. 
Um, I, I don't think I've ever had it, to be honest. Yeah. Um, well. Because uh, I, I can't drink. Co- I used to be able to, but I can't drink coffee after like 5 p.m. Otherwise, um, the caffeine will keep me up all night. Um, and I'm not going to drink the whiskey before 5 p.m. because I don't have a drinking problem. Well, if you don't have a drinking problem, Tim, then you can drink it whenever you want. That's true. (laughs) Look at me, Tim. I don't have a drinking problem, so I can enjoy alcohol any time of the day. All day, every day. (laughs) Yeah. Um, I take it back. I have had good Irish coffee, but it's been coffees that have a lot of milk and sugar in them, have that sweetness to them. Right. Then it works. But then that coffee is more like a coffee ice cream, that taste to me, mm-hmm. mixed with whiskey. Which is but, nice. Right. But but my... Uh, coffee ice cream. I've never had coffee ice cream either. Are you serious? Yeah. Why would I have that? There's so why many other Why would you ice have creams. that? Because it's something that's available all the time. Yeah. You've hmm. never even tried it? Never even tried it. You're not. I'm trying to think You're if there's an ice cream mind. place around here that I can that I can. You could get it at a supermarket. Tom, my old apartment. Mm-hmm. I was uh, a two minute walk from. There was a Baskin Robbins and a Carvel right across the street from each other. Right. Yeah, I know. Great. But that, I had, I had but, all the... well, that that's why you had to move though, Tim. You had built up such a tab at these places. That yeah, by Carvel, the time... surprisingly, uh, they'll let you put as many fudgy the whales as you want on a tab. Yeah, they they take a huge binder out from under the counter. Oh, oh another fudgy the whale on Tim's tab. Skip town. That's what I did. Um, but black coffee with whiskey, uh, I just don't. Uh, I don't really care for it. And along the same lines of, as what you're saying, like if it's nighttime, I I don't necessarily want coffee. Unless I'm tired, then I'll have a coffee. Uh, if like you're if tired, it, just ride it out and go to bed. No, if if I've had like a a real gluttonous dinner, then I like a coffee hmm. to to kind of perk me back up. But then I don't so necessarily like any night, most nights. Yeah, every most night nights. of your life. But uh, but uh, but then I don't want uh, an Irish coffee because then the whiskey and the caffeine they're just going to cancel each other out. Right. Right. Apparently, back in the old days when soda bars were were big, when uh, you know soda jerks were around, and you go to a soda bar and ask a soda jerk for a soda, hot sodas was a common thing to be on offer. Have you tried that at all, Tom? I've never tried a hot soda. No, I remember trying the uh, Coca Cola that they made for morning time, and I really liked that. I wish they hadn't discontinued that. Not enough sickos in America, which is weird. <laughs> I would not have taken that bet, but it was it it was like a uh, a coffee flavored Coca Cola. Hmm. I mean, you know what? If I had Irish that up, then it would have my three favorite drinks in it. Maybe it, it would have worked. Maybe I would have liked it in the it. morning. It would have been uh, perfect. Uh, the thing that strikes me with a hot soda, like if you were to get a Coca Cola mm-hmm. and heat it up, it would it would mess with all the carbonation, right? Like you wouldn't. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know how they made these hot drinks. Yeah. Well, I think it's worth a shot for you, Tom, uh, the cola connoisseur. Look, I might I might put a can of Diet Coke in the microwave later just to try it out. <laughs> yeah, see how do it that. Tastes. Um 
Great. We're running out of time, Tom. Yeah. Some of us have to use the bathroom. <laughs> if you like the show, you can find out more at TCGT.com. You can follow us on Facebook, facebook.com slash complete guide. Follow us on Instagram at TCGTE. Follow us on Twitter at complete guide. You can follow me on Twitter and Instagram at Tom Reynolds. Follow me at your pal, Tim. We got merch, baby. TCGT.com slash merch. We have four different t-shirts design designs right now. They're selling like hotcakes uh, and sweatshirts and mugs and phone They're cases. They're almost out of stock if you don't go They're get them now. They're almost out of stock. They're demanding that you get your final orders in. Uh, oh, and a couple of, actually, a couple of people have asked about this. If um, they ship to uh, the UK and Europe, guess what? They not only ship to the UK and Europe, they're made in the UK and Europe if you order uh, from one of those countries. So uh, the shipping is an international shipping. It's much more affordable in my experience. I, not my experience. I've never ordered anything in the UK from them. But uh, tcgt.com slash merch. Check out them designs. And patreon.com slash complete guide for books to podcast. Uh, With a this very week, exciting uh, situation this week. Yeah, what's going on? Uh, you won't tell me what this week's episode is. It hasn't been recorded yet. No, uh, we're about to record it, so I won't. I won't. I won't spoil the surprise, Tom. Okay. Well, we just finished uh, "Nothing Lasts Forever," and uh, we're about to read uh, a new book that uh, there's going to be a poll up uh, within days. Maybe it's yeah. already up, and yeah, maybe you already it, missed it. It's got to be all the way, already up <laughs> at this point. Uh, uh, um, tcgt.com slash Patreon for that or patreon.com slash complete guide. Sorry, Tim, you were saying, Tom, I pop into, uh, the discord once in a while. Yeah. Um, there's a discord and it's a complete guide. Um, okay. They were talking about how, uh, they're like, they don't, they don't call out the discord on the, on the show anymore. Why is that? And I was just like, I don't know. Tom does it. I actually didn't respond. I don't really generally <laughs> respond to it. Well, there you go, Tim. You proved the those uh, those boys in the Discord wrong. There, are, it's it's not it's it's Thomas. All the genders are in there. I'm just it's it. Don't it's take a problematic it saying. Yeah, I do. I do take it literally. Tom, uh, what's your uh-huh. favorite hot beverage? Or is there, any, first of all, is there any hot beverage that we didn't cover that you want that you desperately need to talk about? Not desperately, but we didn't talk about sake. You can have sake hot. Yeah, I've only had that I think once or twice. Yeah, yeah, I'm not, I'm not a, a big fan of it, but I do think it's neat that you can have it cold, warm, or hot. Not many beverages you can say that about. I mean, you can say it about coffee, I guess. My favorite yeah. hot beverage. Water. You ever, yeah, uh, yeah. you ever, you ever drink, uh, you ever put, uh, boil up some water and put some apple cider vinegar in there? Boil up some water? Boil. Oh, boil up some water. No, but I, I got some apple cider vinegar pills recently. Does it have the mother? Um, you know, it doesn't say it has the mother, which leads me to believe it doesn't have the mother. If you don't have the mother, get it the hell out of there. Yeah, it smells, it, it's so strong. Uh, what's your favorite, uh, hot beverage, Tom? Coffee, I already said. What's yours? Uh, yeah, coffee too. <laughs> <laughs> well, it looks like at the end of the episode, Tim, we're both pretty basic. Proudly basic. Proud to be, that's the new shirt. Proud to be basic? 
Just yeah. proudly basic. Yes. Both. Hey, we'll have both designs available. Yeah. And then another design that's just uh, the Timbo sandwich uh, with all the ingredients like uh, wow. stacked up. Uh, should it? And on the back, it'll say, ask me about Timbo. Yeah, exactly. And it'll have your phone number on it. His name will live on, it will say. (laughs) All right. We'll see you next week. That was a HeadGum Podcast.